Experience a full mind, body, and spirit approach to living your best life. Learn how to achieve optimal health, wealth, and happiness. This is your journey to wellness and abundance. You are listening to Mind Over Matters with your host, Dr. Amy harris Nuon of the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Amy harris Nuon. I'm a double board certified integrative and interventional clinical psychologist with a postgraduate specialization in functional medicine. I'm also a best-selling author, speaker, and the director for the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness in Bloomingdale, Illinois. I'm happy to say I've got my two doctors in the studio with me today. We're actually recording remotely, so doctors Sutton and Lucy. Uh, usually they go into the practice. There are certified therapy dogs. They go into the practice with me two, three times a week. Uh, but today they're joining me, uh, you know, in the studio here remotely. And uh, if, if you hear them bark, uh, that means they're just uh, expressing their opinion and giving some, uh, you know, commentary. So, hey, I want to start the show by asking, do you ever feel like your feet are killing you? I mean, the truth is they literally can if you don't take care of them. Not even kidding you there. Um, maybe you're someone that suffers from problems with your feet. I know I did, and I still do on occasion. And if there's one part of our bodies that are underrated, it's our feet. That is until we start having problems with them. Ask anyone who's been on their feet all day, even if they don't suffer from symptoms in their feet. And they're going to tell you that not only are their feet hurting them, they may be physically exhausted too, because, hey, when we don't take care of those feet, those dogs are going to be barking. My wife once told me that one of the first things she learned in the military was to eat, sleep, and take care of your feet. And uh, this last couple of years, I have learned that lesson firsthand with some foot trauma of myself. Well, on today's Mind Over Matter show, I'm going to feature some more of the great work by author and researcher Mo Perry. Uh, she's perhaps my favorite holistic health author. She's identified six common foot disorders and symptoms, and uh, she's here to tell us what it is and what those symptoms are trying to tell us. And again, as someone who's still dealing with intermittent foot issues and foot pain, I'm all ears, right? I hope you are too. So we need our feet to carry us through this journey we call life, and living fully and healthfully is a whole lot more likely when our feet are not only firmly planted on the ground, but also when we're free to move about the cabin, as they say in the airline industry. So welcome to this week's show titled Walk This Way, What Your Feet Are Trying to Tell You. All right, so uh, the author starts, you know, by, by reminding us that the literal foundation of our bodies, our feet, are crucial to keeping us active and healthy. I couldn't have said it better myself, Mo. Uh, it's easy to take these workhorse appendages for granted, she says, but when problems arise, the ripple effects make the feet hard to ignore. Quote, when something goes wrong in your foot, your whole body usually has to deal with it, says biomechanic uh, expert Katie Bowman, author of Simple Steps to Foot Pain Relief. Even a small area of soreness or irritation can be enough to keep you from your daily walk or cause other body parts to compensate in ways that lead to further issues. Do you ever stub your toe, for example, right? It's like, wow, uh, I forgot my toe was there, but now it's killing me. And then it may affect you for minutes, hours, or even several days. So she goes on to say the average person takes thousands of steps every day. And if there's something a little bit off in the biomechanics, meaning the structure or the function of the foot, it won't just affect the foot. It's going to have a domino effect all the way up the body, uh, notes Dr. Robert Cornfield, a holistic podiatrist at the Chronic Foot Pain and Center in New York City. I will tell you, um, personally, having dealt with you know a number of foot issues throughout my life, including you know uh, bunions on, on on both feet. Boy, uh, it's when you notice pain in your feet, it's it can really be debilitating. The author goes on to say the reverse is also true. It's not uncommon for knee, hip, and back pain to resolve after foot issues are addressed. You know, at the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness uh, in Bloomingdale, we 
you know, we're very integrative. So we've got chiropractic professionals. We've got a napropath on site as well as, you know, MD. Um, and we see this all the time in our patients. They'll, they'll come in with, you know, uh, hip pain or knee pain or back pain. And, and very often it's related to the biomechanics of their feet. So um, I'm glad to hear that, you know, more attention is, 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 is being, uh, you know, uh, addressed to our feet because it affects our whole structure. Okay. The author goes on to say, many of us are unaware that the feet can be harbingers of systemic health problems. Do you remember when I opened up the show, I said, you know, that your feet can literally kill you if you don't take care of them? That's absolutely true. I'll, I'll you know, um, speak more to that, you know, in a different segment, but they can create system-wide health problems. The foot is a mirror of what's going on in the rest of the body, the author says. Podiatrists are often the first ones to diagnose vascular and neurological problems, thyroid conditions, and diabetes, Dr. Cornfield says. Now, that is something I'm just learning, you know, uh, on today's show. I didn't know that it makes sense because podiatrists, you know, are, are classically trained physicians, but I had no idea that they could diagnose, you know, thyroid conditions and diabetes from your feet. But when I think about it, it certainly makes sense whether it's, you know, inflammation or, you know, um, dry flaky skin at the back of your heels, which is a common side of thyroid disorder. Um, so the author says, let's delve into six common foot complaints and the systemic issues they may be signaling plus strategies for addressing them. Again, remember, you know, eat, sleep, and take care of your feet, as uh, the military would say. So let's start by talking about foot stiffness. The author says possible causes are inactivity, inflammation from arthritis, and constrictive shoes. Um, I'm just going to say off the top of the bat, um, I, I think I finally got my... Um, bunions corrected when I was in my late 20s, early 30s. I did them at different times with a remarkable podiatrist. I'll just give a, a shout out to Dr. Keith Sklar in Schaumburg with Foot First Podiatry Centers. I think his, his daughter now is a podiatrist and they've got a couple of centers. So I've had my bunion surgeries corrected, gosh, 20 plus years ago. I went to see him uh, a few summers ago before I got married when I had injured my feet again. Uh, they were stiff, but but certainly in pain. And uh, I had shared with him that I had been a patient with him, you know, 20 plus years ago, and that I was still benefiting um, from his innovative laser foot treatments uh, for my bunions. Um, but certainly stiffness was part of that equation prior to getting those bunions corrected. And one of the, uh, you know, the author says here that one of the causes of possible stiffness is constrictive shoes. And uh, I have relatively flat feet, um, but I wasn't so good about choosing my shoes. Uh, really not until a few summers ago when I injured my feet. And, and to be quite frank, I wasn't sure I was going to be able to stand up for my wedding. It was that painful. That's when I went back to see him again. Um, uh, he had told me many, many years ago that I needed to address the shoes that I was wearing because even though he was fixing my feet, you know, he couldn't prevent further foot trauma with wearing, you know, stylish but ill-fitting shoes. And that's exactly what had led to my uh, bilateral foot injury a few summers ago was uh, wearing the wrong shoes. I will tell you. Uh, I went out to dinner with friends, my feet got swollen, I shoved them back into my shoes. It's the worst decision and walked two blocks to the car, worst decision I could have made because now, three years later, I'm still dealing with intermittent pain. So I know uh, fashionable shoes are all the rage as well as fashion, but at this point, highly recommend you reconsider putting your feet first and uh, as well as your overall health. Uh, because we've only got one set of feet, and if we're not taking care of them, they really are not going to be able to carry us through this journey called life. So when we return from the break, let's take a deeper dive into the possible causes of stiffness in our feet. Again, inactivity, inflammation, and it's not just from arthritis, and then constrictive shoes. And then I'm going to tell you uh, my favorite shoe recommendation. All right, so you're listening to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harrison. 
The Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness's clinically proven treatments repair and regenerate damaged tissue, restoring normal function. The procedures were easy, comfortable, and left me feeling pain-free. I can dance, run, and jump again if I want to. Three decades of pain in my back and neck injuries I suffered in active duty. The doctor has me nearly 100% pain-free now, and I never thought that was possible. Trust the thousands who got their life back. Book an appointment today. Everyone, welcome back to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuon. You are listening to this week's show, Walk This Way, what your feet are trying to tell you. All right, so if you've missed any of the show, you can check out a rebroadcast on this great station. They always do a fantastic job posting that link right away. Or you can check it out online on our website. It's thecifhw.com. Again, thecifhw.com. You can check out a replay link on our Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash the CIFHW. Or you can check out the Mind Over Matters radio show. We post a link there that's got several hundred shows on it. So uh, whether it's this show or a different show you're needing replay link to, you can check it out there. Also want to invite you to become a new patient at the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness. If you're dealing with foot issues, uh, if you're not being well taken care of by a podiatrist, which, hey, they are the feet expert, uh, I would recommend you give us a call and schedule a consultation. Um, a lot of times what's going on on our feet, as you know from the first segment, may be related to a broader health issue. You can give us a call directly at 630-980-1400. Again, 630-980-1400. We are taking new patients. We do video visits as well as telehealth and in person. And we do accept uh, most major insurances, including Medicare. All right, so let's get back to the show. Uh, walk this way. You know, I've had chronic feet problems off and on for, for many decades now. And I will tell you, it can be scary as well as debilitating, especially if it's related to a larger system-wide issue. But possible causes of stiffness, inactivity, inflammation from arthritis, uh, as well as other things, and constrictive shoes. So the author says the main contributor of stiff feet also leads to inflexible shoulders and hips, lack of regular and thorough movement. So you guys know that our bodies were designed for movement. A body in motion tends to stay in motion, as they say in physics, right? Quote, even though the foot is small and has a large number of hinges, and each of those hinges needs to be moved, Dr. Bowman says, sitting for hours is surprisingly hard on the feet. Now, that probably surprises some of you. Quote, inactivity, which tightens the hips and pelvis, can then tighten the feet because your feet and hips are very much connected, says Emily Splitchell, Dr. Podiatric Medicine. She's a functional podiatrist at the Center for Functional and Regenerative Podiatric Medicine in Chandler, Arizona. Systemic inflammation, often a feature of arthritis, also contributes to stiff feet, she says. Inflammation can be thought of as stickiness. It causes a lot of soft tissue adhesions, she says. And regular movement reduces the stickiness and keeps the joint of the lower body strong and flexible. So hey, if you're someone that's doing a lot of remote work, um, that may entail you to you know, be sitting all day. And even if you don't work remotely, if you are in a profession that's rather sedentary, get up and move. I make it a point to get up and move at least every hour, sometimes more than that, because I need now to keep my body in motion if I want to continue to stay healthy, and that includes my feet, right? And I'm just going to say as an aside, when we're primarily sedentary, not only does it affect our feet and our hips and create stiffness and inflammation, but now we're setting ourselves up for other problems too from, from being sedentary, such as heart disease, diabetes. So get up and move. The doctor talks about important footwear too. She says, footwear is another important player. Quote, most of the time our feet are wrapped in something very stiff that immobilizes their parts, Bowman notes. Imagine wearing tight, rigid mittens on your hand every day. Your wrists and forearms would compensate as you learned to use each hand as a single digit, losing the muscular control and flexibility to separate them into their constituent parts. 
Well, she says, this is essentially what modern footwear has done to our feet. Quote, compared with our feet's natural unshod state, our shoes are stiff, usually prop up our heels above our toes and leave no room for our toes to move, Bowman says. This leads to weak, underdeveloped foot muscles and puts stress on the lower leg, as well as on the joints, the fascia, and the ligaments in the feet. So uh, I know wearing fashionable shoes is a thing, and I'm going to tell you, I really miss wearing fashionable shoes. On occasion, my feet can handle it, but most of the time, I'm wearing my new favorite shoes, my Hoka tennis shoes. Um, when I went to see the podiatrist a few summers ago for my foot injury, and when I followed up with Dr. Vernis here at the practice and you know did some other interventions, they both recommended that I get Hoka's a pair for inside the house, a pair for uh, work that I just keep at the office, and a pair for every day running around and working out. So uh, I've got a few pair floating around, and I will tell you, that is the best investment I've ever made in my feet, which equates to one of the best investments in my life because my feet have continued to heal, uh, and they are wide enough to where my toes can splay out. So my new favorite feet, uh, treat, my new favorite feet treat, Hocus. All right, so back to the article, though. The, the doc says, our feet in shoes and on flat concrete are sort of like our digestion on a crappy diet. They're starved of the nutritious movement inputs they need for health, she says. Foot arches that are either flat and weak or high and tight are also a sign of inflexibility. Dr. Bowman describes the arch as an action by the muscles in the feet and hips. A flat foot indicates a lack of strength needed to create an arch, while high inflexible arches can point to excessive tension. Okay, She says either can stop the midfoot, midfoot from stretching out and springing back up again to cushion our steps. And both can be helped with exercises to build strength and flexibility in the feet. Okay, um, I'm going to recommend, you know, how those foot massage places are popping up in malls, um, well, when we had malls, uh, and individual places like Happy Feet, make sure that you take some time to massage and stretch your feet every single morning. That's something I do every single morning now because I work out now most days. Is first thing I'm doing, I'm stretching before my feet even hit the ground. Right, right when I get up, I'm stretching uh, my quads, my hamstrings, you know, my glute muscles, and I'm stretching my feet. Okay, so for some strength, uh, foot strengthening exercise, honestly, go on YouTube. Okay, so watch your feet. Make sure that you know you're you're um, looking at your feet and, and wearing proper footwear because your toes need to be able to kind of splay out, right? So they can uh, you know avoid inflammation and stiffness. All right, but what about toe pain? Okay, so possible causes of toe pain: gout bunions and ingrown toenails. Um, so uh, I know, uh, you know, I mentioned that I had a couple of bunions. I got one corrected, I think, when I was uh, maybe 28, and one corrected when I was like 30. Again, I literally count those decisions among the top 10 best decisions in my life. Not even going to lie, because our feet need to move us through this thing we call life, right? So toe pain is a big deal. Again, that's one of the things that we take for granted, you know, until you stub your toe or you break a toe. Uh, a few summers ago, you know, I was just kind of drying off uh, and I hit my toe um, and it broke my small toe and man, was that painful, okay? Sadly, I just have a friend who uh, got her big toe amputated as a complication from side effects of her medications. So toe pain is a really, really big deal. Again, um, three common causes, gout, bunions, and ingrown toenails, but it could be something structural like a hammer toe, right? Uh, it could be something like with an acute injury, like, you know, maybe you stubbed it. So we're going to talk more about, you know, those things, about gout, ingrown toenails, as well as bunions, and what you can do to turn things around. And certainly, you know, um, surgery doesn't have to be a thing. And, and what I like about Mo Perry is she's outlined some non-surgical interventions too, especially for the bunions. But for some people, 
you know, there's just, you know, that tends to be, you know, the best intervention. I know it certainly was for me because before I got those fixed, uh, uh, I was in, you know, chronic pain most of my whole life, especially, you know, as an athlete and, you know, putting my feet in really tight cleats and, and those kind of things. So stick around. You're listening to this week's show titled Walk This Way, What Your Feet Are Trying to Tell You and What You Can Do About It. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuan. You're listening to Mind Over Matters. A complete solution for your joint pain is here and without surgery. The Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness's clinically proven treatments repair and regenerate damage, restoring normal function, even walk out the same day. It's the only treatment center in Illinois offering a one-year guarantee for this procedure. Trust the thousands of patients who got their life back. Call us today or visit thecifhw.com. Amy Harris Nuon, you're listening to this week's show titled Walk This Way, What Your Feet Are Trying to Tell You. If you've missed any of this show, you can check out a rebroadcast on this great station, or you can check us out online at our website. It's thecifhw.com. It's under the media tab, thecifhw.com. You can check us out on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash thecifhw. Or you can check out a rebroadcast link on Mind Over Matters Radio. I would invite you to share this show with anyone you know that's dealing with foot pain or other foot issues. Hey, if, if you're dealing with pain of any type or if you're just needing a second opinion, give us a call. We are accepting new patients. That number is 630-980-1400. Again, 630-980-1400 to schedule a new patient appointment. We do see patients in person as well as online and uh, through telehealth. want to thank you for following us on our social media pages. It is our goal to bring you very valuable content. You know, I like to say that this show is designed to challenge you to think differently about how your health, your wealth, and your level of everyday happiness can be improved. And that's what we want to do with uh, the value in our social media. So thank you for following us. If you've got questions or comments or shows that you'd like to hear, just send us an email. You can email me directly at health and wellness, all spelled out, health and wellness at thecifhw.com. And then finally, I want to encourage you to pick up a copy of my best-selling book, LifeWorks, An Integrative Approach to Health and Happiness. You can get a Kindle version or a paperback version on Amazon. I'm going to encourage you to get the paperback version because 100% of all of those royalties go to support nonprofit organizations, including Meals on Wheels, Northern Illinois Food Depository, the Bloomingdale Township Food Depository, Hanover uh, Township Food Pantry, as well as Wounded Warriors, and some of my favorites, Saving As- uh, Animals in Need and Western DuPage Special Recreation Association. So please pick up a copy of my book, LifeWorks, An Integrative Approach to Health and Happiness on Amazon. All right, speaking of health and happiness, we got to mind the health of your feet, right? Because if you don't, like I said before, those dogs are going to be barking. So what are you going to do about toe pain? Again, possible causes gout, bunions, and ingrown toenails. If, if you've ever had an ingrown toenail, like most people will tell you, it is painful. Same thing with gout. The author says, when you think toe pain, diet might not be the first culprit that springs to mind, but diet-related gout, which is an inflammatory condition that causes swelling and pain in the joints, often shows up first in the foot. It's described as red, hot, and inflamed big toe joint, where even the blankets on your bed are enough to cause pain, the doc says. Gout can have a genetic opponent, but diet is usually the biggest contributing factor. Red meat, seafood, sweetened drinks, and alcohol all contain high levels of compounds called purines, which the body breaks down into uric acid. These acid acid crystals accumulate in the joints, leading to pain and inflammation. So in this case, the author says, dietary changes are the first line of defense here. On the other hand, a bunion, which appears as a bony bump on the joint at the base of the big toe, is usually purely biomechanical, the uh, Doc Cornfield says. 
Bunions can form due to gait patterns, instability in the first metatarsal, that's the bone extending towards your ankle from the big toe, and overpronation, and they are exacerbated by narrow shoes that force the big toe toward the pinky. So, like, you know, uh, if you're looking at your feet and it's kind of, your big toe is kind of, you know, curved inward, that's a pretty big indication. Okay. She says, they tend to occur more frequently in women and older people, possibly due to relatively weaker connective tissue and the cumulative effects of biomechanical dysfunction. You know, one of the things a good chiropractor can do is, you know, as part of their consultation and exam is look at your feet, look at your hips, your back, your neck, your shoulders, um, and, and, and observe your gait. You know, and if you're having problems with your gait, one of the things you can do is, you know, talk to either your podiatrist or, you know, again, an integrative doc, um, uh, our chiropractor, you know, uh, and talk to them about getting some, some inserts into your shoes or even some orthotics, right? Make sure, I would recommend if you're getting orthotics, get them custom, custom fit. They're not that expensive, but the positive impact they'll make on how you walk and, and we know that affects your knees, your hips, your back, your shoulder, all of it. It's going to be money well spent. Okay. So, um, so talking about bunions, you know, a lot of it is due to the biomechanical dysfunction, which is often related to how we walk. The author goes on to say, if the ligament holding the first metatarsal is loose or unstable, again, possibly from insufficient collagen uh, or how we walk, you know, it can cause retrograde forces to push the bone out to form a bunion. But corrective exercises can improve joint stability even in people with a genetic tendency towards lower collagen levels. Okay, She says, in minimizing time in high heels, which puts the body's weight right over the big toe joint, can be preventative as well. Quote, intervention is critical in the early stages of bunion formation so it doesn't progress into a deformity that creates problems wearing shoes, causes pain, and limits activity, Dr. Cornfield says. And what about ingrown toenails, right? In which the borders of the nail turn downward and dig into the skin. They're a common cause of toe inflammation, redness, swelling, and pain as well. Again, tight shoes can be to blame, Dr. Spiegel explains, if your shoes are pushing the edge of the nail into the skin, that can contribute to an ingrown nail as well. Bunions can be a factor here too because of how they change the angulation of the step and push the nail into the skin. And cutting toenail corners too aggressively allows the skin to lift above the nail border so the nail grows into the skin. Podiatrists recommend cutting toenails straight across to avoid this, right? Uh, I wasn't aware that cutting nails, you know, at the, um, you know, towards the skin can cause ingrown toenails until it happened to me once um, following uh, a pedicure. And I will tell you, man, that was painful, okay? So, you know, um, when you're cutting your toenails, cut them straight across. Maybe take, you know, um, a nail file to, you know, help smooth out the edges. Um, but that would be really, really key in avoiding ingrown toenails. The author says, I'd also encourage a patient to use toe spacers if they have a bunion. Find better fitting shoes that don't push the nail in and possibly put urea on the nail to soften it so it's not so hard and painful, the podiatrist says. So toe pain, okay. So what about heel pain though? Heel pain, you know, uh, is often related to plantar fasciitis, uh, author Mo Perry has found. And if you are someone who has dealt with plantar fasciitis, you know it can be incredibly debilitating. Um, our, one of our docs here at the practice was dealing with plantar fasciitis for a while and it was awful. Um, she actually dealt with it for months. Um, obviously, you know, she's uh, changed her shoes. We did some, actually, we did some stem cell therapy uh, on her plantar fasciitis. And, and on my foot trauma, we actually did uh, PRP, uh, platelet-rich plasma, as well as some uh, regenerative medicine injections to restore the tissue and help strengthen the bone in there because 
they were pretty damaged. But heel pain, um, a lot of times that is due to plantar fasciitis. And so we've treated a ton of patients at the practice that deal with plantar fasciitis, uh, as well as other disorders of the foot. Uh, and you can deal with them pretty naturally. So plantar fasciitis is inflammation of the thick band of fascia that runs from the heel bone to the toes. And it can be caused by a one-time event in which you overload the tissue, such as walking for miles on vacation in new shoes, or it can develop over a longer period in response to posture or mobility issues in your feet, says Dr. Bowman. Uh, so plantar fasciitis is biomechanical in origin, uh, Dr. Cornfield explains one typical cause comes from the calf muscle being overly tight in compensation for hypermobility in the forefoot. Okay? The tighter the calf muscle gets, the greater the pull and stress on the plantar fascia, which can injure cells and cause them to become chronically inflamed. And small tears may also develop in the plantar fascia, adding to pain and inflammation. We'll talk more about this when we... you or a loved one suffer from depression and medications just aren't working, or the debilitating side effects associated with most antidepressants make them impossible to take, we can help. At the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness, we offer transcranial magnetic stimulation, or TMS. TMS is a safe and effective, drug-free treatment option that can dramatically improve your quality of life. In fact, the majority of our clients experience a significant improvement in mood, with many achieving complete remission. TMS uses MRI technology to gently stimulate areas of the brain that are underactive in people suffering from depression. TMS is FDA approved for the treatment of depression and has also been shown to be effective in treating other mood disorders like OCD, PTSD, and anxiety. TMS therapy is covered by most insurance companies, including Medicare. If medications aren't working for you now, Chances are they never will. Let us help. Call the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness at 630-980-1400 for an immediate consultation. That's 630-980-1400. Or visit us online at thecifhw.com. Welcome back to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-New, and I'm here in the studio with Drs. Lucy and Dr. Sutton. They are welcoming you back to this week's show called Walk This Way, What Your Feet Are Trying to Tell You. I want a big shout-out to Mo Perry, our integrative uh, author and researcher, for bringing us this information. We're talking about six causes of, of foot pain and issues and what you can do to resolve them. If you've missed any of this show, you can check out a rebroadcast on this great station. They always post a link. Or you can check it out on our main website, thecifhw.com. Again, thecifhw.com. You can get a rebroadcast link on our Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash the CIFHW. I want to invite you to call the office and schedule a consultation to become a new patient. We accept most insurance uh, uh, providers, including Medicare. We see patients in person by video visits as well as telehealth. If you're looking for a second opinion or an integrative approach to your health and health happiness, we can do it. We've got a remarkable mental health team on the, on the uh, staff uh, as well as a very talented medical team. So give us a call, 630-980-1400. So we're talking today about your feet. And if you're dealing with issues of your feet, often it can be an indicator of a larger health issue. So definitely give us a call there. Um, and if you're looking for a foot specialist, I highly recommend a podiatrist. So talking about heel pain, you know, we left off talking about plantar fasciitis and we're talking about treatments. So the author says the antidote is mobilizing and stretching the foot if you have plantar fasciitis. Quote, you've got this stiff, tense wad of injured tissue, and you want to stretch and smooth it out like a ball of dough, end quote. She suggests using targeted stretches and rolling the foot out on a ball. There are ways of waking up this tissue that's clumped to protect the self. You know, one of the things, again, we've done is regenerative medicine um, injections, and that helps break up the scar tissue. You can also do trigger point injections that 
help break up that tissue in there and smooth things out. And, you know, just so something simple like taking a tennis ball and rolling it on the bottom of your feet. That will help strengthen it and stretch it. Other therapies include getting a biomechanical evaluation to help identify a problematic gait and posture habits, as well as changing your footwear and even trying acupuncture. The author says, while well, some may benefit from taping or using an orthotic or brace, Dr. Bowman stresses the importance of identifying the underlying cause. Says you want to get your foot working better for you without all that gear or else you're not really getting to the root of the problem. Amen and amen. But what about people dealing with numbness and tingling? We are seeing more and more patients that have neuropathy and there are over a hundred causes of neuropathy. Um, not just diabetes, it could be post-surgical, it could be alcohol, it could be smoking, you know, um, uh, several medications, neuropathy is a side effect, but if you're dealing with numbness and tingling uh, in your feet or anywhere else for that matter, possible causes peripheral neuropathy. We are neuropathy experts. So if you're dealing with this, please, please, please give us a call. 630-980-1400. We've got a 97% success rate with our neuropathy patients. So, and it's a big deal because neuropathy is a progressive condition. It's not going to get better with medications. It will, uh, the medication will interrupt the pain signal from your brain to your uh, peripheral uh, area, could be your feet or hands, while that neuropathy continues to progress. So that's a big deal. So if you're dealing with numbness and tingling in your feet, it could be from neuropathy. The author says when nerves in the hands and feet are damaged, Peripheral neuropathy can be the result. Symptoms include numbness, tingling, loss of balance, weakness, or a wound on the foot that won't heal. So diabetes, both type 1 and type 2, is the most common trigger, right? High blood sugar levels can damage nerves over time. Other potential causes, the author says, include vitamin B12 deficiency, physical injury to the nerves, chemotherapy, medication side effects, drinking too much alcohol, or a viral illness. You remember I said if you don't take care of your feet, um, they can literally kill you? Well, if you're dealing with peripheral neuropathy, if you don't address that, you could lose your toes, you can lose your feet, you can get a staph infection, right? She says uh, viral infections here in the article is a leading cause of peripheral neuropathy. It could literally kill you. The, uh, the doc here says, quote, I have quite a few patients who developed post-COVID peripheral nerve inflammation and symptoms, end quote. Shingles is also known to be a potential trigger for neuro uh, neuropathic pain or numbness. Lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, and other autoimmune conditions can contribute by creating inflammation in peripheral nerves. So we had a, a gentleman come to see us that he got uh, peripheral neuropathy from his medication side effects. Uh, cholesterol meds are a common culprit of peripheral uh, nerve damage, as an example. Uh, chemotherapy, other meds. Um, gentleman came to see us because um, he had neuropathy and uh, he kicked the side of his bed, went to, went to sleep not thinking anything of it, woke up the, uh, you know, the next morning, blood all over his sheets, got an infection, got a staph infection, and ended up having several of his toes amputated. So he came to see us for his neuropathy on the opposite foot. So he wouldn't, you know, risk another amputation. And uh, we also treated the, the remaining neuropathy on the, you know, um, foot that had the amputation so it wouldn't progress. So a key to relief from all of these conditions is reducing that inflammation, the author says. The doc recommends an anti-inflammatory diet that supports stable blood sugar, nutrient balance, and microcirculation. Quote, all of our blood vessels have tiny branches that go to the nerves, so you need to think of microcirculation to support nerve health, she says. Um, the doctor also treats her neuropathy patients with red light therapy, and some people find transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation and acupuncture helpful. I'll tell you, with our uh, neuropathy treatments, we do regenerative medicine, we do red light, we do laser. 
a big focus is on nutrition and there are some very simple nutritional supplements you can take to oxygenate those nerves because the National Institute of Health said as long as the nerve is not completely dead it is capable of being regenerated alright so that's numbness and tingling possible cause peripheral neuropathy what about swelling in your feet well possible cause fluid retention swollen feet and ankles may be related to edema when too much fluid becomes trapped in the body's tissues edema can be caused by poor venous return that's when the body's ability to pump blood up and away from the feet is compromised it could be caused by too much salt being pregnant being premenstrual or sitting or standing in a place for too long for me uh, a few summers ago uh, I was eating at a restaurant. There was a lot of salt in the food. The air conditioning had gone out. It was ridiculously hot. So my feet had swelled, right? And then I was foolish enough to shove them back into my high heels and then walk two blocks. Well, I'll tell you, that resulted in some significant foot trauma, unlike I'd ever experienced. Way more painful than my bunions. And on occasion, I will still experience that pain. The author says it may, the edema may also be a side effect of certain medications or a sign of insulin resistance, right? A sign of that overall larger issue. Uncontrolled blood sugar creates free radicals and inflammation that damages collagen in the blood vessels, so they start to lose integrity, the doc says. Edema can signal even more serious conditions, including problems with the kidney, liver, or heart. So if you have persistent swelling in your feet and ankles, it's wise to check with your healthcare provider. Again, give us a call, 630-980-1400. We are always focused on getting to the root cause and then treating your condition as naturally as possible to avoid drugs and surgery. Okay, But whatever the underlying issue, the author says, swelling in the feet and ankles is usually relieved by elevating them. And while taking a walk can sometimes increase swelling, especially in hot weather, Walking provides a net benefit. The calves are known as the second heart because the role they play in pumping blood through the lower part of your body. So when we come back, we're going to be talking more about how to deal with swelling in the ankles and the feet. And then we're going to talk about skin concerns, what those causes and interventions are. So stick around. You're listening to Mind Over Matters. This week's show, Walk This Way, What Your Feet Are Trying to Tell You. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuon. We will be right back. Do you or a loved one suffer from depression and medications just aren't working? Or the debilitating side effects associated with most antidepressants make them impossible to take? We can help. At the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness, we offer transcranial magnetic stimulation, or TMS. TMS is a safe and effective drug-free treatment option that can dramatically improve your quality of life. In fact, the majority of our clients experience a significant improvement in mood, with many achieving complete remission. TMS uses MRI technology to gently stimulate areas of the brain that are underactive in people suffering from depression. TMS is FDA-approved for the treatment of depression and has also been shown to be effective in treating other mood disorders like OCD, PTSD, and anxiety. TMS therapy is covered by most insurance companies, including Medicare. If medications aren't working for you now, chances are they never will. Let us help. Call the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness at 630-980-1400 for an immediate consultation. That's 630-980-1400. Or visit us online at the CIFHW. Hi everyone, welcome back to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuon. I'm a double board certified integrative and interventional clinical psychologist with a postgraduate specialization in functional medicine. You're listening to this week's show called Walk This Way, What Your Feet Are Trying to Tell You. If you've missed any of this show, you can check out a rebroadcast on this great station, or you can check us out online at thecifhw.com. You can get a rebroadcast broadcast link on our Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash the CIFHW. And if you're dealing with any kind of uh, health issue, it could be an acute health issue, like, you know, maybe 
you know, stubborn cough or something more chronic like an autoimmune condition or neuropathy, please just give us a call, 630-980-1400. We also do have experts on hand in mental health, so psychiatry, medication management, as well as therapy, and we are happy to accept new patients in person for video visits as well as telehealth. Again, give us a call, 630-980-1400. If you've got questions about the show or ideas for other shows you'd like to hear, just send me an email. That email address is healthandwellness at thecifhw.com. Again, healthandwellness at thecifhw.com. So we're talking about six common uh, issues with your feet and what your feet are trying to tell you. And if you are someone who's not dealt with any kind of foot issues, count your blessings, right? Because we need to take care of our feet because they, they carry us through this thing we call life. So Mo Perry has totally hooked us up with uh, the inside scoop on six causes of foot pain as well as other symptoms and what we can do about it. So we last left off talking about swelling in the feet and a possible cause being fluid retention. One of the authors, the contributing doctor, says the feet being farthest away from the heart run the greatest risk of poor circulation. Your cardiovascular system depends heavily on the movement of the muscles in the feet and the lower legs, writes Dr. Bowman. Remember I said your feet can literally kill you if you don't take care of them? Well, guess what? Here they are talking about, you know, leading to heart disease. You need to get up. You need to be mobile. She says the best way to lend the heart a hand is to get moving. Quote, you need a pumping mechanism to get the blood back up to the heart. And walking is a great way to activate that calf pump, she says. Okay. So that's the 411 on swelling. Um, it could be caused by fluid retention, uh, but make sure you're getting up and walking. And then what about skin concerns? Skin concerns on your feet, possible causes, plantar warts, fungal infections, gut dysbiosis, and thyroid issues. So the author says our feet are subject to lots of rubbing, friction, and contact with moist environments from the insides of our socks to the shower floor at the gym. And while blisters and calluses can be handled with a little TLC and a change of shoes, warts and persistent fungal infections are tougher nuts to crack. I had a, a fungal infection, I think, in um, my feet. And boy, that was really persistent. I finally had to get on some anti-fungal uh, medication, but the result of that was some significant side effects, including loss of taste and smell and, and some other things. Um, so it, it, that can be a really big deal. Same thing with plantar warts. They're associated with HPV. Genetics and overall immune status can affect how well someone fights HPV, and some may develop small warts that self-resolve, while others end up in long battles with warts that refuse to disappear. Quote, warts like dark, wet environments, Doc says. If you're keeping your feet in socks for 10 hours a day, that's a perfect breeding environment, end quote. So she, she suggests exposing your feet to open air as much as possible to dry them out. Dr. Spiegel also cautions against picking at a plantar wart because they can spread to your hands and your other foot. So for small warts, applying a topical salicylic acid might do the trick, she notes. But when you get the larger warts, you want to go to a podiatrist or a dermatologist so you can freeze them off or burn it off. We also do minor surgical procedures at the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness. So, you know, if you can't find a good dermatologist or podiatrist, you're certainly welcome to call us. The author says, meanwhile, dry, itchy skin on the feet usually signals a fungal infection. Fungus can affect the nails, the skin between the toes, or the bottom of the foot. They're all treated a little bit differently, the doc says. An infection under the nail might require oral medications, which was the case for me. She says, if you just put something topical on, it's hard for the medication to get through the hard nail to reach it, end quote. So treating a fungal infection that starts between the toes and spreads, such as athlete's foot, that requires keeping moisture-prone areas dry. These infections can usually be treated with antifungal creams or sprays. Tea tree oil is a natural antifungal ingredient as well, and that can help with athlete's foot. She says some providers see fungal infections on the feet as a sign of gut dysbiosis. Remember, our gut is known as our second brain. 
And, um, you know, thankfully, within the last few years, um, uh, standard healthcare providers are recognizing the role of gut health on overall health. But some providers see fungal infections on the feet even as a sign of gut dysbiosis. Because think about it, our skin is our second largest organ of detox by volume. You know, our liver is our first largest or, uh, organ of detox, but by volume, you know, think about how much volume our skin takes up. What is going on the, in the gut is often expressed in the skin. So she says, again, it could be a cause of gut dysbiosis uh, or imbalance and an excess of fungus in the GI tract. Quote, when we address what's going on on a gut level, we have a much better opportunity to get rid of it, Dr. Cornfield notes. Finally, itchy feet can occasionally signal a problem with the thyroid. Quote, thyroid dysfunction causes problems with replenishing and replacing skin cells, and this can lead to dry and dead cells accumulating on the surface of the skin, causing itchiness. So, um, these are the six causes, and, and, and so stiffness, possible cause, inactivity, inflammation from arthritis, constrictive shoes, um, so get moving, right? Um, forego the sexy, stylish shoes, uh, although I miss wearing those, and you know, opt instead for something that is more suited for your foot health. Uh, toe pain, possible causes, gout, bunions, and ingrown toenails. Again, gout is often dietary related. Bunions are often uh, an effect of poor shoes and your feet being squished or problems with your gait. And ingrown toenails, right? That's often a result of just trimming your toenails uh, um, uh, incorrectly. And then heel pain, possible cause, plantar fasciitis. Next, we talked about numbness and tingling possible cause, peripheral neuropathy. It could be a pinched nerve, you know, but peripheral neuropathy is usually the biggest. Then we talked about swelling in the feet, possible cause, fluid retention. You want to get up, make sure you're moving. And again, getting back to, to peripheral neuropathy, uh, get in to see someone who is an expert at successfully treating your neuropathy because if you take a traditional approach, drugs and surgeries, your neuropathy is going to get worse, not better. The drugs just mask the pain while the neuropathy worsens, putting you at risk for amputation as well as other system-wide uh, implications. And then we've got the skin concerns, right? Possible causes, plantar warts, fungal infections, gut dysbiosis, thyroid issues, okay? So if you're dealing with problems with your feet, certainly I, I would recommend a good podiatrist. Again, my favorite is in Schaumburg, his, uh, Dr. Keith Sklar and his daughter, I think his daughter's name is Jennifer. Um, if you think it's related to something else, I'm going to encourage you to schedule an appointment to see us. Uh, the reason being we are focused on understanding and successfully treating the root cause of your health issue, whether it's a mental health issue or a, you know, a physical health issue, including, you know, problems with your feet. Just again, give us a call, 630-980-1400. We want to put you in a position where we're able to successfully resolve the root cause without drugs and surgery. And again, sometimes, you know, drugs and surgery, you know, may be your only option, but I think it's really important if we're doing our job is to educate and empower you to understand what all of the options are. That's the value of seeing an integrative and functional uh, medicine provider. I want to thank you for tuning into this week's show titled Walk This Way, What Your Feet Are Trying to Tell You. I want to give a big shout out to author and researcher Mo Perry. She is by far my favorite holistic author. And then I want to thank all of you for tuning into the show. Uh, we can't do what we do at the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness without your support. And this show wouldn't be possible without your support. So thank you so much. Bye-bye.